welcome to Too Many Cooks, a podcast where we explore recipes written by your favorite chefs and try them out in our own home kitchens. It's like a book club, but for recipes. Grace here. I'm back. Thanks so much to Dave for taking over last episode when I was too starstruck to do the intro for our Grossy Pelosi conversation. This week, we're talking about Wolfgang Puck and chicken pot pie. But which chicken pot pie? Two chicken pot pies. (laughs) We discuss two separate chicken pot pie recipes by Wolfgang Puck. In this episode, we discuss pastry intuition, crust trust, don't know how, (laughs) plus a good two minutes of me trying to pronounce German words. Oh, you'll also hear me be the maddest I've ever been on this pod for needlessly vague recipe writing and also because I swear the Ramsey conspiracy continues. (laughs) Tune in for whatever that means and enjoy the episode. All right, so Wolfgang Puck's, his original name was what? Topfschnig, T-O-P-F-S-C-H-N-I-G. Topfschnig. It's fun. Is that so fun? Topfschnig. Wolfgang Topfschnig. Wolfgang Topfschnig. Yeah. We don't have those sound combinations, PF in English. So whenever I see it in like <laughs> German. Yeah. Pfizer uh, really Puff. breaking down the barriers. and. <laughs> no, no. We uh, do, but we don't pronounce Puff. Like we don't do Pfizer. We do. Or like Michelle Pfeiffer. Or, you know, I think Pepper is Pfeffer. Pfeffer noose. So anyway. I just saw that in my notes and I was like, I'm obviously going to spend five effing minutes talking about top. Five puff-effing minutes. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, no. I wish we were on video. <laughs> um. Okay, so today's going to be weird. What's going on today? What are we doing? Well, we got two recipes <laughs> yeah. to review that are the same dish, right? Which is kind of cool. And as we experienced, like, shockingly different it's almost like they are like the polar opposites of each other and combined you know or if you take kind of maybe features from both you might have the most perfect yeah (laughs) right so yeah um but i mean really i mean we really had kind of similar yet different experiences and uh, I mean, I think we maybe just dive right yeah, into it. Yeah, I think, yeah, in lieu of doing our best thing we eat this week, because both of us couldn't didn't have, like, strong opinions about it one way or the other, like, we can just go right into Wolfgang Puck's chicken pot pie, but which chicken pot pie? Um, mm-hmm. I forgot to talk about Wolfgang Puck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, we, we, we covered the name, but right. <laughs> was that not enough? No. Okay, so let me tell you about Wolfgang Puck, formerly known as Wolfgang Topfschnig. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, was that a spit take? I don't. I can't see you right now. <laughs> um, okay, he is was born in Austria, moved to the U.S. at 23, and moved to L.A. and then opened his restaurant in Spago um, in '82. But before that, like he, so he was not um, a spy. He was, Damn. yeah, I know. He was like growing up. His mom was a pastry pastry chef. Um, and so he worked as an apprentice in a bunch of different um, hotels and restaurants, I think in Monaco, which is so fucking cool. <laughs> but then he moved to the U.S., worked at a restaurant in Indianapolis, and then moved to L.A. to become a chef and part owner of Ma Maison. And which I think is really funny is that like, it, it's interesting because I think for a lot of the the chefs that we've been talking about, they've got kind of like a harder (laughs) more fraught like time to get you know going and it seems pretty like he's like i knew what i wanted to do i didn't you know like he didn't go to you know get a bachelor's and i don't know 
architecture before he figured out he wanted to be a chef you know he was yeah. like boom 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 my mom's a pastry chef i love this i'm gonna apprentice here i'm gonna go to monaco i'm gonna go yeah i just think it's really really cool um yeah very focused and so he's got like a bajillion cookbooks um he has modern french cooking for the american kitchen which is based off of his ma maison recipes from um la and that was in 1981 and then he rest a year later, after he opened his first, or I'm sorry, after he published his first cookbook, he opened Spago. And then he's got, okay, like, let me see where how many Spagos there are. Spago, Sunset Strip, Spago, Istanbul. Then he's got Cut, another s set of restaurant change. Oh, I'm sorry. He's got Spago Beverly Hills. He's got um, Wolfgang Puck, like, Expresses in pretty much every airport you've ever been to. He's got um, <laughs> Wolfgang Puck, or like, I think there's just like a restaurant called The Kitchen mm -hmm. in a bunch of different airports. Um, he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, six-ish um, cookbooks, and the and then like a very prolific TV, like I, TV credits. Yeah. I've and seen... I think there's more restaurants too, right? Oh my god! I mean, I I can't even count them all. I'm just honestly going through his Wikipedia right now to see how yeah. many restaurants he has. But he's got like Postro. He's got Chinois on Main, Chinois Cut, Cut, all the cuts. Fifty Six, The Source, WP Twenty Four, like tons. And he also has these like like pre-made pizzas and stuff like that. So he mm -hmm. was on the Chef Show talking about, um, which is. I saw him on that a few, I guess it was a year ago. Um, so Chef Show, we've talked about because that's where um, Roy Choi, you know, we talked about um, that show in the context of Roy Choi. Um, but yeah, no, it's just a really interesting, he's got, he's just like doing the damn thing. Like he was, <laughs> he was Kim Kardashian's chef in her wedding to Chris Humphreys. He was on, you know. CSI like he's just like <laughs> on all of these every type of media he was on he was in the Smurfs like what are you gonna do as, specifically as chef Smurf so. as chef Smurf <laughs> so yeah he is like well typecasting there <laughs> he was a, he's a chef ass chef like he's a he's yeah. a you know in in I just think honestly like if you're looking at his his like um what is the word? Not his, like his baseball stats. Like if you're looking at his, <laughs> to the back of his baseball card, mm -hmm. it's just like, then he opened this, then that closed, then he opened this, then he opened this, then he opened that. Again, just doing the damn thing. One of his signature dish dishes is house smoked salmon pizza, he claims. And I <laughs> saw that and I was like, oh shit, are we going to have to do salmon in this podcast? Because this is where another one of my very random obscure like food um issues <laughs> i have i cannot do salmon <laughs> like i have major food issues with salmon um, um yeah i i'm not a huge salmon fan like i've <laughs> i've definitely like i've had had good salmon I, yeah i just think that there's such better fish out there oh um, my god no i just i think i think we are gonna have to have a dave and grace face their fears <laughs> salmon cherry tomatoes eggs uh I, I, I still am not on board with this because I, I don't see i don't see what we get out of it it's <laughs> you know, just it's fear other factor than anxiety anxiety and just yeah but why like i never understood like why we're not didn't you get people get paid on fear factor like, oh that's a getting, good point 
If yeah, if we get yeah, if we get paid ten thousand dollars, I will eat a cherry tomato on air. Yeah, same. I'll eat an egg, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um. Well, yeah. So I mean, I don't mean to go through it so quickly, but he's just got you know he's like probably one of the best known chefs in the world, and I think people, yeah, people know him. Yeah, prolific. Prolific is the word. Um, prolific, iconic, doing the damn thing. Um, yeah, so that's Wolfgang Puck. Okay, so why don't you go first? How, let me, I need to pull up yours too. Where did we find Um, this one? So you had sent me, so when when we were initially thinking about doing this, one of, (laughs) one of his many chicken pot pie recipes, uh, the first one that (laughs) I found was, uh, like a very kind of easy version of it. I think it's, it's from, um, one of his uh, cookbooks, I think that was like recipes made simple or something like that. Um, and mm-hmm. and then we kind of you found the one on his website, which is the one that, that you did. And then. Oh, right. Um, the one that, yeah. that I did essentially uh, is what he's prepared for um, the Oscars governor's ball. And and it served at the Oscars, um, I guess, fairly often. But so the, you sent me a PDF. I then found it kind of. Uh, repeated on a few other websites, uh, which allowed me to then integrate into cool. my, my cooking app, which was super super helpful. That's it. So, um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so so ba- essentially, this is his chicken pot pie that's specific to the Oscars Governor Ball. But uh, it is two pounds boneless skinless chicken cut into one inch chunks, uh, three tablespoons all purpose flour. Um, four tablespoons of vegetable oil, four tablespoons unsalted butter divided. By the way, it doesn't say it, but the flour is also divided. Yeah, a half pound organic red skin potatoes cut into half inch pieces, half pound organic carrots peeled and cut into half inch mm. pieces, one medium yellow onion peeled and diced, two car- garlic cloves minced, pinch of crushed red pepper flakes, one sprig of thyme, we'll talk about that, one bay leaf, <laughs> one wow. cup of white wine, two cups organic chicken stock, one cup plus one tablespoon of heavy cream, one quarter cup dry sherry. We will talk about that. Mm. Uh, a half cup of shelled yeah. or frozen peas. We will definitely be talking about that. And approximately one half pound frozen puff pastry uh, defrosted following package instructions. And then one, very specifically, one cage-free egg. So. <laughs> <laughs> no longer have we, do we have the salted, unsalted butter debate. Yeah. It is a cage-free uh, <laughs> egg debate. <laughs> and just the egg needs to be cage-free. Oh my God. The chicken could have been in a cage. But the egg itself needed to be... Right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you would be oh, an excellent a, linguist. So, You're some... It, yeah, it is. Hyper-literal. Yeah, so. Hyper-literal. Um, do you peel the potato? No, you uh, don't peel the so potatoes. So it did not say to, but I did. Yeah. So Interesting. Ooh, <laughs> um, going rogue. So, and the, and the reason I did is just that, you know, to me, chicken pot pie... Like, it's a very specific texture, you know, yeah. and to suddenly have possibly, you know, a little bit of tough skin and, you know, on the potato in, in a bite, I, I just thought it was, was yeah. not going to be ideal. It's like if you're eating applesauce and all of a sudden you get like a peel, apple yeah. peel. You're so like, mm. the the cooking instructions are, are um, fairly vast, <laughs> but I will kind of speed through it just a little bit, but... Essentially, what you're doing is yeah. you're, you're taking those one-inch pieces of chicken, you're tossing them with salt and pepper and two tablespoons of the flour, and then you're cooking it in a in a large skillet. So I used the cast iron skillet for this, which was was perfect. To be honest with you, multiple times during cooking, in my head, I was like, 
I feel like the volume is going to exceed, you know, my my skillet, but it,、mm-hmm. it works perfectly. So,、um, so you're cooking the,、cool. the chicken for about five to ten minutes or so.、Uh, it looks really really nice. You get a a, a nice、uh, coating kind of on the bottom of the skillet, which is definitely going to be used later. And <gasps> do you know that word is? I just learned this word. Do you know what that word is? <laughs> the word、oh、fond is in my head, but that's not right. Is it from? <laughs> okay, yeah. It is. Fond. It's that's fond. What it is. Yeah, fond. No, it's fond. Fond.、Um, Fun. <laughs>、oh, I'm、nice. fond of it. So you you then kind of take <laughs> the、uh, the chicken out and then start cooking using some of the remaining oil and two tablespoons of the butter. You're going to cook the potatoes, carrots, and onion, and then sauté it till it looks glossy and bright, which I found delightful.、Uh, which takes about two to three minutes. Then、mm. reducing the heat to medium, stirring in the garlic, the red pepper flakes, the thyme, and the bay leaf, and you're sautéing until the vegetables begin to color slightly. Two to three minutes more. So now. Uh, so it's a, a whole sprig of time. I found that I would definitely love more time in this, and I also, as you'll see, kind of later on, you're removing the time and the bay leaf.、Uh, you know, it's it's acting as kind of a flavor agent.、Mm. Um, you and I both said that I, I think that we would have enjoyed really kind of more. Just take those thyme leaves off and and, and、yeah. keep them in there and chop them up a little bit. Yeah. And,、uh, I mean, to me, thyme and chicken and And onion, like those are those are great flavors that come together perfectly, and especially for something like this. And so, I, I think next time I make this, you know, I I'll probably just actually use the the thyme instead of just kind of having it in there for a little bit. So,、mm-hmm. you then are going to、yeah. add the the wine.、Uh, you turn up the heat, and you're going to deglaze the the pan and let it simmer until the liquid reduces by about half. Then at that point, you're adding the chicken stock and one cup of the cream. So now you just added another three cups of liquid, and you know, and、mm, you bring、yeah. it to a boil, reducing it slightly, and, and simmer briskly until the liquid reduces by half again,、uh, and it's thick and creamy by fifteen minutes. So I did this for twenty minutes, <laughs> and as becomes standard、uh, <laughs> inexplicably in my kitchen, like it, it did reduce, but we found the the end product. It did not reduce enough. It was still. Uh, a little bit too, a little bit too soupy. Now, this wasn't a bad thing.、Yeah. Like Ben loved it as almost. I mean, he actually made a bowl of, of kind of soup for himself later on.、Um, mm-hmm. it, I mean, the flavor de- definitely is great. I, I think next time. Yeah, it was like chowder. It was yeah, like yeah. Soup. And I, I think next time, which is always I, delicious. I'm gonna try maybe a few things to get that to thicken up a little bit more. Uh, uh, so、mm-hmm. I reserved. So, just kind of jumping ahead a little bit. So the end product you basically take and put it into the freezer or the or the fridge to cool down for a little bit.、Uh, I separated it into two. I had a little bit too much for、um, my the what I was going to be baking it in a little、uh, nine by nine like glass baking dish、uh, or eight by eight I think. And so I saved a little bit kind of to the side, and I will be making that、uh, today, baking it kind of se- just separately. And I'm、mm-hmm. very interested to see if how it is kind of in, in comparison just today versus last night because I I feel like、yeah. it might have you know solidified maybe a little bit more、um, I you know I I think maybe、mm, the flavor、yeah. can come together even even better so this is gonna be an interesting little little test I think later on but so once you have that everything kind of reduced again you get this really nice、um, you know. Uh, kind of really tasty sauce and filling. You're now at this point removing the sprig, sprig of thyme and the bay leaf. You're putting the chicken back in, and then the sherry. Now, 
I didn't have sherry on hand, but I did have uh, two different things mm-hmm. that are good replacements for um, for cooking sherry. And so I had uh, basically half of the volume needed for the sherry in one item and then used half in the other. So I had brandy and I had Marcella wine. And we Ooh. felt like we loved that, <laughs> right? So, I mean, yeah, the, the I Marcella, I think, in particular, added this, like, beautiful kind of like brightness and as does the white wine that you know that is in there as well but uh that acidity i think i mean you especially were noting it was really something a little extra and and with the flavor it was really kind of key i think to kind of bring everything out so mm-hmm. that is definitely a keeper <laughs> between the two recipes i think so yeah um, for sure at this point so uh you're stirring then the remaining butter and flour uh, to make a little paste. Uh, this is going to help thicken everything up. It, it seems like less of, uh, you know, kind of a makeshift roux than what you really need. But um, mm-hmm. it's kind of just an interesting mm-hmm. step. And then you're going to season the sauce to, to taste with salt and pepper. I cannot emphasize enough, this is a really key step because... Uh, a lot of what you've cooked so far has not really been seasoned. Like the chicken was. Oh my god! I was just gonna say, I'm like yeah. waiting for that. Like, yeah. where's and the so salt? The, where's the salt? Yeah, you know, the chicken definitely was. Uh, you're adding, uh, you know, salt in the in the chicken stock, um, but definitely you mm-hmm. really want to taste it at this point and and then season it up. And so, don't don't skip that step. Uh, at this point, you're gonna transfer it into yeah. your cooking vessels, and so you can use. Um, four large individual oven-proof two-cup soup bowls. You can use four ramekins of the same size or a two-quart baking dish, uh, which, again, is, is kind of your, your standard mm. square, like, you know, glass baking dish uh, that's a couple inches high or so. Um, and then you're going to cover it with yeah. plastic wrap and refrigerate it until it's cold, at least an hour. So I did a half hour in the fridge and then I think 15 minutes in the freezer uh, just because we were, we were trying to um, time things out a little bit better. And then... You're preheating mm-hmm. the oven at 400. You are taking the puff pastry, um, putting it over the top. Uh, so again, depending on which vessel you're cooking in. So if it's smaller, you're gonna have to cut the, the pastry um, into circles that are gonna overhang the rim of the, of the serving bowls or the ramekins. Uh, for me, I'm just using the baking dish. And so uh, it's pretty much just a standard sheet of puff pastry, it works perfectly. And you're just gonna pierce the, the pastry. Yeah. And then uh, with a paring knife, then you're using just that, that cage-free egg, which is key, uh, and a tablespoon of the cream to make a little egg wash. And so you're going to brush <laughs> first uh, the the outside kind of rims of either your ramekins or your baking dish, just so that the pastry doesn't really stick um, when you're trying to take everything out. Then you put the pastry on yeah. top, pierce the pastry, and then and then brush the top uh, with the egg wash. And 20, 25 to 35 minutes, uh, mine cooked, I think it was about 28 it ended up being. And I mean, it looked mm-hmm. you know, beautiful golden brown. We did have, uh, I, and I think just because uh, the liquid hadn't cooked down enough, it did bubble up a little bit through the, the slits on top of the pastry, but didn't really affect it at all. And that's the recipe. Did you end up talking about your peas? So uh, I, I mentioned during the ingredient list that, you know, I'll, I'll get to the peas. And so <laughs> the peas are nowhere in the actual recipe so they're in the ingredient list yeah i just control f for peas and i can't it's only found, it's only listed once <laughs> yeah, in the so i got list. to the to the end where I'm, I'm about to transfer it into the the baking dish 
And I, I was just like, wait a minute, the, where are the peas? Because I figured, okay, it makes sense to me that you're not cooking the peas with everything else because, you know, otherwise you're going to end up mm-hmm. with like mushy peas, right? Um, <laughs> but once we got to the end and I was just like, wait, they still have not made an appearance. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I basically kind of did what you did. I, I was like, all right, let me, clearly I made a mistake. And then, you know, um, I went back to right, right. Uh, like three different versions of the same recipe because I had it in my app. So then I went to the original link because maybe it just didn't get pulled in or something. And then I went to the PDF that we had you know, been looking right. at. And nope, I asked Jess. I was like, can right. you just make sure I'm not crazy? Um, no. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, somehow it just it isn't there. Uh, so, I, I stuck with, you know, as written. Um, I did for that little mm-hmm. my little side pie that I, I'll be making today. Um, I did toss the the peas in there um, before putting it in the fridge, and so so I I mm-hmm. you know pretty much just eyeballed it based on on the amount that was uh, remaining, and and just you know have a good pea ratio there. But that that was definitely just kind of a, yeah. an interesting aspect of, of the the recipe. But um, overall, it it's super satisfying. You know the the sauce does need to really reduce more and i think that yeah uh, again it i mean it happens to me all the time and you know we talked last night like i mean it's it's not the tool right because like i'm using a cast iron skillet it's it's not like it's not the tool it's not your heat i don't i don't know i mean it could be maybe it's your heat but i honestly don't know because when we had to reduce the barbecue sauce took forever for the ribs like i was yeah i was staring at it like okay all right Let's do it. Let's wait. And then, like, I'm staring at your, like, cornstarch. Yeah, like, should yeah. we add it? Do we add it? Like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So do you want to do your fear rating now or do you want to do uh, it? I, I think we both, since we both maybe should do the fear rating now for this one. And then we'll both do it for yeah, you. Yeah, let's so, do that. Uh, so flavor, I mean, I I loved it. I, I would say that, you know, it's a 4.5 with really the, the 0.5 loss just being because of the texture of the sauce like I was just gonna say that yeah I mean Mm -hmm. it's it's delicious it's really really delicious like yeah there there are you know elements of of yours that I would love to incorporate into mine but like just Mm -hmm. the you know I I would love to try it with the actual sherry I I wish I had sherry on hand um but the Marcella wine really as an element that I thought was was fantastic um again I, I would like to up the time a little bit just because I love that flavor so much um but it's mm-hmm wonderful and you know and the puff pastry is such a nice uh you know kind of thing to cut through to then scoop up you oh know. it's so satisfying it's that great. crusty yeah. flaky oh my god it's so delicious yeah, yeah i was gonna say four because i think that like i wanted more time and i wanted it to like be thicker like you yep. said so yeah yeah uh so ease uh, i would also say i think a 4.5 it's mm-hmm. it's <laughs> it's very easy it's it's very straightforward um you know there's there's no complicated techniques in here at all. The, Mm-mm. you know, the only reason it even loses half a point is just because, it, you know, it, it takes a good amount of time and the, you have to let everything cool. And so uh, just timing wise, that really does set you back. You know, like this is, if, if I, if you start making this, um, you know, in the, in the evening, like after work, you're, you're not going to be eating dinner until substantially later, you know? So, 
Um, so remind me how, how much time it takes to, to cool so, at least one hour. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it recommends to cool for an hour and then all the, the cooking that you're doing initially, uh, as written, um, right. is approximately like 45 minutes in total. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and again, that's, that's as written. And so if you need more time to reduce that sauce, you know, yeah. you're, you're getting close to, <laughs> yeah. to an hour. And so, mm -hmm. so that's a couple hours. I mean, again, well worth it. This is definitively something I would recommend making on, on a weekend. And then yeah. again, I'm very, very curious to see how it kind of works overnight, just kind of sitting in the fridge. And then I'll just throw the puff pastry on top and then, and then bake that. Cause I, I have mm -hmm. a feeling that's going to work really, really well. So me too. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm not sure if you get an, an ease. <laughs> right no, no, I won't. I won't. No, I won't talk about yeah. ease because I don't. I won't have any context for it. Uh, approachability, I would say uh, it's a four point five again. Ooh. The, I mean, it's getting knocked for the peas being missing. You know, um, <laughs> sherry is the only kind of random ingre ingredient. Like, frankly, I had most of these things kind of on hand. You know, yeah. this is this is not. I mean, which is one of the, the beautiful things about pot pies, too, is like a lot of the stuff is the stuff that you always have, you know. So the puff right. pastry, I guess, would be the other thing. But that's the really nice thing about this particular recipe, too, is that it it is very approachable. It is made very easy. I mean, you have options in terms of what vessels you can cook it in. You know, like everything is pretty straightforward when you're reading through the instructions. And, mm -hmm. and again, there's really no like specialty ingredients you know it just might you might need to pick up heavy cream and puff pastry uh and then sherry is really the only kind of unique one so right. so 4.5 there and then yeah repeatability uh <laughs> i mean definitively a five you know it's yeah it's it's fantastic again it's it's something that you can kind of just tweak and tailor to your own tastes uh i highly highly recommend trying it and then you know, kind of doing what, what I think you and I are going to do, which is, you know, all right, well, yeah. I want to use now this, like, you know, I, I mm -hmm. you know, um, like my son really loved the mushrooms that from yours, you know, and so, Whoa, cool. yeah, so I could see pulling in some of that, you know, for, for mine, I, you know, uh, the peas, the sweetness of the peas in yours, I, I, you know, I definitely was like missing it a little bit in mine. And so I, mm -hmm. I'll probably do that, you know, maybe decrease, um, the carrots a little bit just to kind of keep everything balanced a little, you know, but yeah, uh, I mean, definitely making this again you know it's it's fantastic and uh and just absolutely delightful so um yeah so overall that is a 18.5 cool yeah i so i'm really fascinated by this by this whole process like of us doing the i have so many thoughts on mine because like on the surface on the surface it looks like it's like really easy because there's only eight steps only eight steps um, and so the reason I was su super excited about this version that is just honestly found on his website, like wolfgamepuck.com slash recipes, that's, it takes you to chicken pot pie. There are three, there are three recipes that are highlighted. I mean, the UI on this website is not the greatest because <laughs> there are three recipes that he highlights on this website and it's chicken pot pie, all purpose pizza dough and chinois chicken salad. Chinois, chinois, yeah, chicken salad. Um, Okay, so then right underneath it, I think you're going to see where I'm where I'm going here. It says, learn to make this in Wolfgang Puck's online cooking school. <laughs> so I'm going to just sprinkle a little spoiler. There's a conspiracy. <laughs> this is, there's a conspiracy with this chicken pot pie, I swear to God. There's another one of your flat earth. Uh... 
Yeah, this is my flatter. <laughs> like, he and Gordon Ramsay are in cahoots to write bad recipes, so you have to buy it. You have to buy his, I swear. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. So, what's great about this? This this recipe speaks to me because the first thing that's listed is pastry. And I'm like, hell yes! So, two cups all-purpose flour, two tablespoons snipped chives, three quarters of a cup unsalted butter, chilled, cut into small pieces. Um... Hey, FYI, it should be cut into small pieces, comma chilled, but whatever. <laughs> one cup shredded, one cup shredded sharp cheddar cheese, yes. Two egg yolks, yes. Uh, six tablespoons heavy cream. So here's the thing about this pastry. I'm just gonna go kind of like narratively. So this pastry doesn't have any salt in it. You get the salt from this cheddar cheese, but I, as I was doing this, I was like, well, shit. Like you need salt. And I mean, I understand that he put unsalted butter because you want to control the salt. But I honestly think, again, there is like such a lack of seasoning in each of these steps. Because if you go to the second section where you talk about like the chicken and veggies, there's no salt in that either. The only salt you get is from the sauce because um, there's three like chunks of the of this recipe. And I think that this is, again... <laughs> I think this is, again, on purpose, so that you have something that's bland, and you're like, oh my god, it's never going to be as good as it is at Spago, and you're like, what did I do wrong? And then you're like, oh, I should learn from, uh, maybe maybe not, like, I don't know, I just think that, like... It always just seems I'll like never... such a weird business model to me, where it's just like, hey, I, know. Uh, I didn't really like this enough, but I'm now going to pay to uh to <laughs> get a better version. Well, don't you think people don't you think people have bad self-esteem so they'd be like, "Oh, I should learn how to I should do it." I don't know, maybe not. I don't know. I still think it's a conspiracy. I don't know. May, someone help me argue may, make me someone help me formulate my <laughs> argument because uh, my initial reaction is conspiracy. Well, and then that would also uh so my peas are just behind the paywall you're saying. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. So, okay. So in this pastry, the, this is the first type of First time I've made pastry like this, where you have um, chives and cheddar. I've made chive cheddar biscuits or scones before, scones, but I've never added it into like um, a kind of like a pie dough. So what's cool about this pastry is that you're making basically a pie dough slash biscuit dough. Um, and you have, so you have the flour and the butter like a pie dough. You've got the cheddar, the chives, the eggs, and the heavy cream like a like a scone dough. So it's really cool. There's this like, very, very cool process with this pastry, and it comes out incredible. So this, I think, is going to be the only thing in this recipe that is maybe technical or hard because um, I have pastry intuition. Um, and so basically... I'm not going to read all all of the the steps because your steps are pretty much are very similar to mine. Mm. Um, but with this pastry, you really it says using a pastry blender or your fingertips, work the butter into until mixture resembles coarse crumbs. Okay, that is so vague. Like using your fingertips. So I knew because I've actually you know who taught me how to make pastry? Erin um, Jean McDowell. Like Erin Jean McDowell on Food Fifty Two. She's got a great YouTube series. She is, I, I used her biscuit technique um, and her pastry technique for this exact thing. So you like, you're adding the cheese, you add the egg yolks and cream, and you basically drizzle the yolk mixture over the dough, like the flour mixture a little at a time. 
until the pastry comes together. Okay, so that signifies to you that the pastry should look like a dough, right? Like a, it, it doesn't, it's not going to come together. It's going to look like this flaky mess. Mm -hmm. And it's going to have so much, so much flour to liquid and you're going to panic and be like, oh my God, I need to add more milk, but you shouldn't. So then it tells you to add remaining cream if necessary, because it calls for six tablespoons and you add five, whatever. So knead lightly until just combined. Again, this is telling you that, it, you know, these indicators are telling you that it should look like a cohesive mixture, right? But honestly, with pastry, don't do that. Like you should really just have it. It's going to look shaggy. It's going to look, <laughs> it's going to look ugly. So what you do is you, you take your shaggy mess you press you press it into saran wrap and then you fold it you fold the saran wrap corners over until kind of like a loose square and then you take your rolling pin and you roll your um your pastry into the corners of the saran wrap and so you kind of get a square or a rectangle whatever a squoval of so, of some sort and you get it you're using the the friction of the sides of the of the plastic wrap to create to get it into a cohesive thing itself um, and then again, conspiracy. It says refrigerate until needed. No, I would say refrigerate for a few hours. Oh, interesting. <laughs> refrigerate for like an hour-ish. Um, because I, again, pastry intuition, sorry. Like it's just something that you need to have it. You need the flour to hydrate from all the liquid that you have in there. And it's really not that much liquid. You have six tablespoons of heavy, the liquid is six tablespoons of heavy cream and two egg yolks, which aren't very liquidy. You know, the whites have the, the liquid. So the ratio is, it's gonna be a super, super, super dry looking thing. I don't know. So, um, it, yeah. You, I mean, you, <laughs> you said it, but I feel like you didn't necessarily do it justice. Uh, it it comes out absolutely incredible. Oh, it's a biscuit. <laughs> so that's the thing. It's like it's a biscuit. Yeah. It's like a biscuit well, yeah. pie crust. Yeah, and then it is so good. We had the benefit of, uh, you know, when you have like the the crust kind of hanging off the sides, mm -hmm. you know, that always kind of crisps up. And so you very smartly <laughs> broke those off, and then we basically had those as little like breadsticks, like cheesy breadsticks. Yeah, that were incredible. So, I made little cheese straws with the extra because so I, when I, I also used an eight or I guess mine was an eight by eight or a nine by nine brownie pan thing like the, like you used, mm -hmm. which we didn't even talk about how clever we are using that. Hello, very, very clever, very smart. <laughs> pat, our, pat ourselves on the back. No, so I tucked the pastry into the the like when I finally you know put it in like I tucked it down and so it was kind of nestled in there like a little fitted sheet. Um, and then in the separate baking sheet, I had so much extra, um, pastry that I was like, oh, I'm just going to like make a little lattice. And so I like twisted them around and cut out a little Ellie silhouette and <laughs> I was like, I'm going to bake this and see if I could just place it on top and have like a fun decorative thing. Cause it tells you to decorate, reroll any trimmings and cut out to make a decorative design. So I did. <laughs> um, also, can I just say conspiracy alert? Um, the, the picture of... The picture of this chicken pot pie on the page yeah. is um, is a individual cast iron little like ramekin thing with puff pastry and truffles on top. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at this going, oh, my God, my chicken pot pie didn't come out the way that it looks <laughs> on his page. What did I do wrong? Let me click his masterclass bullshit. <laughs> you're, I like 
there's no chive, there's no cheddar in that puff pastry. I think again, I'm calling conspiracy. Yeah. Um, I, so yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I I, I just have water. I have a question. So you yeah. you very smartly uh, said that you used your pastry intuition. Uh, yeah. Your and I feel like uh, like I, so that that makes sense to me, right? You, like that's something mm-hmm. that you've kind of honed. Uh, exactly. You know, after you know countless hours, um, you know, working with pastry. <laughs> pastry. Is there a better phrase that we can come up with than pastry into intuition? Like, so you know dough, right? You have, you have a crust I, trust. Is the, I know dough. I trust. I'm. Um, balls in your court. No. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Oh, God. You know, this is exactly how I felt when I was trying to come up with my, like, Instagram handle for Stir Crazy. I, like, literally sat up right in, in bed. I was like, Stir Crazy. Oh, God. <laughs> so I'm going to need a minute. Okay. Crust, trust, yeast. No, I don't think the word yeast is very good. Do Doctor. Word. Do- bake. Baker Buker. Doctor. Bakes. See, I got to write it down. I can't. I'm bad at this. Okay. No, no, no. Hold, please. Do you have one? Are you setting me up for something great? Or are you I just mean, like... I mean, all I came up with so far was that you know dough, uh, you know, and there's uh, like crust trust. Crust so. trust. Uh, pastry. No, this is terrible. I got to stop. I got to stop. Hold on. So, okay. Moral of the story with my chicken pot pie is that I had such a super easy time with it because you only have, you have one skillet and one bowl and you like add butter and oil to the skillet, saute your chicken, take the chicken out after a couple of minutes in the same pan, saute carrots, celery, mushrooms, five minutes, take it out, put it to, put it in the bowl. Then you, to that bowl, you stir in, oops, thawed pearl onions and peas into vegetables. (laughs) I 100% did not see the pearl onions on the chicken and vegetables list. Okay, so again, like there are three sections of this recipe, pastry, chicken and vegetables, and sauce. The chicken and vegetable section has um, the first time that you see like a bad um, carriage return or like, is that because like Ben was like, oh, is it called carriage return because of typewriter? Like you hit enter and so the carriage goes to the beginning, which I didn't think about. But basically the person editing this ingredients list did a really crappy job because it says half pound cremini or shiitake mushrooms comma sliced one times 10 ounce package frozen pearl onions comma thawed and i'm like okay sliced one times 10 ounce like what the hell is that <laughs> half pound cremini or shiitake mushrooms sliced what half inch thick because everything else is half inch and then you've got times 10 that'd be like, a, uh, a thick ass mushroom by the way yeah <laughs> yeah I hate it. I hate, I'm so mad about this. So then because I like scrolled to see the vegetable, or I'm sorry, the ingredients list, I didn't find the pearl onions in the list. Um, and so when I get to the, ing- the ingredient, like narrative, like the pros, I'm like, shit. Oh my God. Well, so what I did was I like, <laughs> I quickly, um, in that same oil and butter, like I took the veggies out, I quickly, um, browned an onion, just like a diced onion. And was like, this will be fine. Mm-hmm. And then it was. It was, it was yeah. fine. Don't did not miss the pearl onions. Because <laughs> they're and why don't we miss them? Uh, Gushi and baby eyeballs. Yeah, baby Hate eyeballs. it. No, thank you. Um, so then you okay. So you add the onions and the peas into the vegetable bowl. Cool. In the same pan. So you take all the stuff out in the same pan. This is when you make the roux. Melt your butter, and the and it's the sauce. So 
Add the flour and whisk until the mixture is bubbling and smooth. Remove from heat. Gradually whisk in your liquids so you've got... This is, again, another bad... I swear to God, Dave. This is where we... I. Oh, my God. Okay. It goes six tablespoons unsalted butter. Cool. Quarter cup all-purpose flour. One and one cups chicken stock. In the same line. Ugh! Half cup ch- heavy cream. One teaspoon minced fresh thyme salt. Time what salt? the hell is that? <laughs> thyme salt? No, again, this is a typo. Yeah. Like they had to they have to hit enter and put salt. And then freshly ground black pepper, pepper, one egg with one tablespoon water beaten, whatever. Okay. So uh, so yeah. So annoying. And again, if you've like notice there's this is the only time salt has been referenced. Yeah. And so I was like Hey, FYI, when you're telling me telling me to season with salt and pepper, I'm gonna go heavy because normally I would add pa- salt to the pastry, to the chicken, and everything. You salt as you go, but I don't know, whatever. So you stir, you take your your delicious saucy sauce that has a bunch of thyme in it. Um, one teaspoon minced fresh thyme. Minced fresh thyme. I probably added two. Honestly, at this point, I was so mad at it. I was like, "You're trying to set me up for failure, Wolfgang Puck, or his editor." And I was like, "I'm putting, I'm putting, I'm following my heart with this time." Um, and then, which is, I know, not the purpose of this podcast, but I was so mad that he was leading me astray. So I added a bunch of thyme, season to taste, um, and then. You add the sauce to the chicken and veggies, and you set that whole mixture to cool for about 20 minutes. So I my cooling time was a lot lower than yours. Yeah, I found um, that very interesting. Um, yeah, because of the, the roux is so thick. It is so thick. Yeah. I also think, I, I wonder if it has anything to do with your dough versus the puff pastry. Like, oh. with the steam from uh, uh, below the puff pastry, if, if uh-huh. you know, it's still warm um yeah have a negative you know adverse effect on it 100 so, percent. yeah you would you would get a soggy you would get like a soggy a soggy, soggy bottom, bottom. Yeah, soggy bottom you would get a soggy bottom that um so my my mixture was um i touched it like with my hand and it was probably body temp so it wasn't you know puff, puff pastry is so delicate because mm-hmm. you've got dough butter dough butter dough butter and these like sky high lamination you know layers laminated layers so that little thin piece of dough if it hits the hot Mm -hmm. of of your filling is gonna just melt and then then the butter will leak out and it won't get as puffy yeah and it'll get soggy so i think because my i think that's a really good theory for your for about yours v mine um so yeah you so you get your oven to preheat your oven to 400 at this point it's an interesting wouldn't you think that this preheat your oven, shouldn't that be earlier? I don't know. Maybe not, because I guess it takes around 20 minutes for people's ovens to get to 400. Yeah. I mean, if you're only cooling for, for 20 minutes, I would say preheating when you start cooling is, is probably perfect. Uh, you know. I think mine just takes so long to preheat yeah. My, yeah. my oven in this apartment. Yeah. And, and um, part of that's just also, yeah, knowing, knowing your tools. Again, you know, we've talked a lot yeah. about oven calibration and, uh, you know, just knowing what that actually is going to need. Yeah. So you really, then you put your chicken and veggie into the, into your 10 inch deep dish pie plate or an eight by eight or nine by nine, whatever thing. Honestly, it's so loosey goosey at this point. And then lightly floured surface roll the pastry into however big you need it (laughs) for whatever (laughs) vessel, 
Place pastry on top of chicken mixture, trim, cool. Bake, oh, so, no, sorry. Brushed pastry with beaten egg wash and then cut three slits into the center of the pie. I messed up and I I cut the three slits before I brushed the egg wash and I looked and I was like, oh, shoot, you know what? Don't do that because if you do that, then your egg wash will seal the slit or it has the, the potential to. So make sure you go back and if you, you know, you want the slits to be the last thing you do. And then because I didn't have any salt in my pastry, I sprinkled with flaky salt before I put it in the oven. Oops. Sorry. I mean, not sorry. Not sorry. fantastic. Not sorry. <laughs> and then I, I baked mine for uh, 30 minutes. I think the indicator, until okay, it says, until pastry is golden brown, chicken and vegetables are tender and filling is heated through. There's no effing way for you to figure out that the chicken and vegetables are tender at this point. <laughs> yeah. I think that is, again, I... <laughs> You, you have to be I eating it. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're You have to be it. eating it. Yeah. Like I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ruin my pastry by moving it aside, grabbing a, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Wolfgang. <laughs> I can't do that. So I'm not mad at him. I'm just mad. I'm not, dis- I'm not mad. I'm disappointed, Wolfgang. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Ugh. with that said. <sighs> it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. I, like you were talking about, I missed that. I missed that acid and I missed the heat. Like I wanted, I, I loved having um, a really thick, gloopy interior. Mm-hmm. I loved that. But I wanted some brightness. Like if I were to make this again, I would honestly just, I think I would deglaze with white wine at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would um, add, definitely add salt to the pastry like throughout i would i would season it better throughout and then um i would add roasted red or i'm sorry um a pinch of red chili flakes to the to the sauce yeah so i think if i'm gonna frankenstein this i would like yeah your crust okay uh, yeah it was so good definitely definitely make this crust always yeah this is so good um the i i really liked uh, I would take probably some of the mushrooms and, and celery maybe from from yours because mine didn't have either. I, de- I can't I, believe that. Yeah, I definitely really want though the potatoes. Um, yes, me too. Uh, yes, me too. Hundred percent. The yeah, I I totally agree on the the white wine and and that marsala too. I think was oh, it's really yeah. good. There's nothing better than marsala chicken and thyme. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh my god. And then and and the thyme is the other aspect, and, and I mentioned it when I was reviewing mine, but mm-hmm. just you know, upping the amount of time and same thing, like just increasing the seasonings kind of all the way around. But, uh, I mean, if I don't have, uh, you know, the inclination to make the, the crust, you know, the puff pastries are really nice. <gasps> puff Substitute. pastry was so yeah. good. But, <laughs> but that, the, the crust was also just really, really a delightful feature to it. Yeah. So. It, honestly, it's not that bad. I really do want people to try it because I think there's something so special and beautiful about you, you take your chives and you're taking scissors and you're just like cut, 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 cut mm. over your your flour. That's so cool. Also, with any of the um, anything like the chives and the shredded cheese in this pastry, listen to your heart. Like, don't feel like you need to, um, you know, like measure it out exactly. Listen to your heart. You're not going to hurt it if you add a cup and a half of shredded cheese or something. Yeah. And I think I you mentioned know. to you last night, like, I I think with today, I'm going to take the puff pastry and I might just try yes. and push some some cheddar cheese and some thyme into it. Yeah, uh, you definitely should. You could take, you could, what you could do is um, you can take a rolling pin. Mm-hmm. So you just like sprinkle it on top and then kind of like you were making, um, 
like pasta dough almost like you just roll it onto yeah, that and then yeah, see what happens thinking, so. cool yeah. so what's your um, fear so my fear is um i would say flavor for mine was probably again a four four and a half um i missed there are certain things that i missed like the acid and the heat um and the salt <laughs> <laughs> i mean like i added the salt you know i knew certain things that needed needed more seasoning um but so yeah i would say four and a half ease um i'm only gonna dock it because of the pastry uh but i would still call this a four because i think i love not having to do a lot of dishes mm-hmm. oh my god you you win me over with one skill at one bowl yep. love it and then um approachability i'm i'm so mad <laughs> i'm so mad at this recipe like i think this is another one of the things where i wish we had like a website where i could like take or i could grade it and be like i'm like what does this mean like very vague how dare you like i just want to i want to like edit this um <laughs> maybe I, i've been grading a lot so that's why i'm like <laughs> really mad um it's finals time sorry um okay and then so e- uh, approachability i'm gonna call it like a three and a half um three three and a half i'm just mad at it and the repeatability with the Frankenstein, from what we learned from yours, I'm I would I would one hundred percent make this again. Like it was delicious. I can't wait to make it again. Nice. So yeah. Um. So what is that? So that's four, four, three and a half, five. That's nine. Sixteen and a half. Sixteen and a half. Yeah. Um. I I hate to be, to be so like mean about it, but I I swear to God, I'm gonna just. I think there's. I think there's a. <laughs> what are they wh- why are they needlessly vague i'm just mad i just think that people who are ugh, whatever yeah. i'm just gonna well and, and the fortunate thing is that you know you you have some of that intuition like we we know yeah. to to make some of these adjustments right um but right if i if it's like if if i'm trying to encourage like i have one of my students is hi student i don't want to put you on blast one of my students is like a listener now and i want them to like you know branch out and and make these in a dorm room like they have like you know a good like dorm kitchen and you really just need like a pretty standard set of equipment and i'm like yeah i want you to make this but crap i don't want you to like if i can make this in the in the apartment you know the like very minimal minimally equipped apartment that i'm we're in now like I, I think anybody could make this. I'm just mad that it's needlessly vague. And yeah. I want to look out for our listeners who might be, you know, branching out for the first time it, it, making pastry. Exactly. And and so, and that was going to be my point, basically. Like, Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. No, I mean, you said it you know, perfectly. Uh, you know, it, the good thing is that, like, we do know some of this stuff, but that shouldn't be necessary. Right? No. The, like, <laughs> sorry. The, I'm, like, so mad. Yeah. The, the, whole, <laughs> the whole thing, you know, that, that we believe is that, you know, cooking should be approachable, right? <laughs> like right. That, you know, you shouldn't need to bring in this outside knowledge or experience necessarily to be able to make the recipe properly, you know? And so it, it's, it definitely, you know, is frustrating. Um, if you do make this, if you haven't made this yet, please, like, please take some of what, you know, what, yeah. what we learned and, you know, what we advise basically, because I think the end result, no matter which recipe you make, is going to be very, very good. And, oh yeah, and you it's definitively delicious. can can again Frankenstein this into uh, like a, a really incredible dish. So yeah, highly and if you don't but. highly recommend if you don't deviate from like the liquid proportions and you just add more flavors, 
I think you can really make it however you want to. Yeah. Like you could make it, I mean, hundred percent doesn't have to have any chicken in it. Like yeah. my chicken, I only had one pound of chicken, which I think oh, is really funny. And the same, and you had two pounds. Yeah. And, and so I was like, it seems low, but then I had like a bajillion peas and like, I don't know. I thought it was and so many mushrooms. It was really mine. I think the chicken is the after is an afterthought. Cause it's really like a mushroom pie. Anyway, I want people to try it. Mm-hmm. Adapt it however you'd like. Make it vegetarian. Add more, add more good spice. Um, I growing up, I think it was my mom would put hot sauce on chicken pot pie, like, t- like Tabasco sauce. So good. Um, yeah, just go get after it. Add some, add some like make like a pepper jack pastry crust. Doesn't that sound so good? Yeah. Oh, jalapeno cheddar. Get it. Love it. Okay. Um, so. I also have to say, I did the thing that Dan Pelosi talked about in our last episode. I didn't do the thing that we talked about with Grossy Pelosi. Basically, I did not read it multiple, multiple, multiple times <laughs> because I would have seen the Pearl Onions, but well, and I, I have I to guess, just confess. Yes, and same thing for me. Like, you know, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I read through it, but, and I just didn't I know, pick I read up it. on, on the, the, pee, the lack of peas, but I, until I was, you know, in the moment and, and all of a sudden I was just like... <laughs> Where the fuck the peas go? <laughs> Where the peas go? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, overall, definitely make these. Yeah. I'm just like feeling a little mama bear because I'm like pissed that they were, it's like needlessly vague. I'm like, yeah. God damn it. You should be better. Um, okay. What so. Are we, what are we doing next? I'm okay. So we talked about this and honestly, people were like, wait, just do, just make it like <laughs> make the, make the thing that you're raving about. So we're going to do it. We're going to do Melissa Clark's lemony. What is it? Lemony pudding. Lemony pudding cake. Hold up. Hold, please. <laughs> Melissa Clark's lemon pudding cakes with sugared raspberries. Um, so you do need some special equipment like a ramekin or you could do it in a um, nine by nine. Like I was reading in the comments and people made it into one big um, thing, like a nine by nine baking uh, brownie pan. Um, but you just need to make sure that you have something that can go into a bigger vessel. Like if you have a nine by nine and then you have a nine, uh, I'm sorry, if you have an eight by eight and then you have a nine by 13, like like lasagna pan, you can make it however you want. As long as your vessel that you put the batter in has, can fit inside a bigger vessel because you're doing a very fun technique called a water bath or a bain-marie. Anyway, we're making a saucy pud um, and I cannot wait to talk about puddings. I can't wait to talk about custards. I can't wait. This is going to be great. Lemon pudding cake with sugared raspberries. Let's do it. Okay. I also have to say like a little bit of housekeeping. Thank you guys to the audience. Like so, so, so much. We've gotten so much amazing feedback and a lot of support from our um, Dan Pelosi uh, conversation. Like we've gotten so many more subscribers and listeners and followers on our Instagram Um I'm just thrilled, honestly. It was such an awesome experience with Dan Pelosi, and now we're like, yeah, I'm happy to have more people in the Too Many Cooks yeah, family. So, um, we I'm excited to talk to whoever's listening from Nepal and our Brussels fans. Just please reach out. You guys are prolific, and I love it. Um, and yeah, I, <laughs> I can't wait. So yeah. Make sure you send us your feedback on, um, oh my God, we've been seeing everybody's beautiful vodka sauces. Mm-hmm. They look so good. Um, and a ton, I think I think it's maybe not necessarily chicken pot pie season, but you know, it's snowing in Boston and New York right now. Colorado Go make some chicken too. pot pie. Yeah. Colorado, yeah, make some chicken Mets pot pie. Send us. Yesterday. I was very bummed. <laughs> Ugh. 
<laughs> um, it is almost May. What is happening? I know. So yeah, um, send us your feedback. Um, our our um, what's it called? An email address is. <laughs> Too many cooks pod at gmail.com, TWO, many cooks pod at gmail.com. Also on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Too Many Cooks Pod. Um, what else? I think that's it. Yeah. Send, make, uh, rate, uh, like, and subscribe. What is it? <laughs> Sm- rate, smash that like button. Uh, smash that like button. Smash that. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, and oh, yeah, please. Um, I love, we got a bunch of new reviews. Um, maybe we'll read them next week. Um, because they're really sweet. So, yeah, make sure you rate and review um, so people can find us easier. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. That's it. That's it for home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I was going to say, homecoming. That's it for housekeeping. <laughs> that's it for doing the dishes. Um, okay, bye. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, eat well, be well, and don't forget to preheat your oven. My co- internet connection is unstable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I lost you for a while there, but... God damn it! I mean, I I assume you got the audio. I don't know. (laughs) I got the audio. I just wanted your feedback. I wanted you to be like, yeah. So if you could just like put in some interstitials like, that's right, Grace, get it. (laughs) Because that's what I sound like, so... Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Be a cheerleader. (laughs) Yeah, no, that sounds great. Yeah, no, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, Okay, cool. So... There you go. Yay. Thank you. (laughs) 